I think we might be live. I really hope we are. The internet went off literally as I hit the live button. So we are two minutes late to the live stream. Apologies if you were there waiting. My internet is useless at the moment. I'm trying everything to change it, honestly. Um, you know, I rang them up, I've reset the router, I've reset absolutely everything. So sorry we're two minutes late. I did hit the live button, but the internet crashed. Hopefully it doesn't go down again. Welcome into the stream, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Today, you're training with Tom, and we have, what do we have today? We have conjunctions and prepositions. Uh, welcome in, welcome, welcome. Uh, Adam, hope you're doing well. Welcome in, Mings. That is how you write Chester, yep, that is correct. That is how his name's written. Welcome in, everybody, to the stream. As I said, you're training with Tom today and learning about conjunctions and prepositions. Lots of these things you will know already, what we're talking about, what a conjunction is, what a preposition is, but we're gonna go over it again and we're gonna use some examples just to make sure that we know absolutely everything there is to know about them, okay? So welcome everybody in. Let's get started with conjunctions, because why not? Because why not? So what are conjunctions? What are conjunctions? A conjunction is a word that we use to connect words, phrases, clauses, or sentences together. They connect, normally, phrases together, okay? Let's start with a list of examples. There are a fair few conjunctions. There are quite a lot of conjunctions. Welcome in, uh, Carlos. Here are a few examples on your screen. We have for, for example, and, but, or, yet, so, as, because, if, than, after, before, until, and unless. These are all examples of conjunctions, words that we use that connect other words or phrases, or sentences together, okay? This is what prepositions are, what they do. E. Florentino, welcome back to the stream. Um, Minato, welcome as well. Welcome, Hakeem, Carlos, Tamam. Welcome back, everybody. So we're gonna look at our first example. These are what conjunctions are. You guys know a lot of these words already. I'm sure you probably know all of them but let's make sure we're using them in the right way, okay? So we're gonna use some examples with cooking today. And our first example is, we're doing conjunctions and cooking. Pepper tastes nice and it's healthy. Pepper tastes nice and it's healthy. Now, we could say the same thing without using a conjunction here. We could quite easily say, Pepper tastes nice, pepper is healthy. But by using a conjunction, a word that brings two separate things together, whether it be a word, phrase, or sentence, and in this case, the conjunction is and, it makes the sentence a bit more interesting than pepper tastes nice, pepper tastes healthy, or pepper is healthy. It's pepper tastes nice and it's healthy. So a conjunction is allowing us to combine these things to make a more complicated uh, sentence or phrase. So try using this in 
your English in your written language. Try use these conjunctions to make longer sentences that include more information. They're a little bit maybe more interesting than just a list. Okay? So it makes a lot of difference uh, than saying pepper tastes nice, pepper is healthy. We say pepper tastes nice and it's healthy. Okay? Then we're going to go on to our next one. Welcome Vera from Cologne. Uh, I'm very good, Miel. How are you? I hope you're well. Thank you for asking. Vegetables and fruit are healthy. Absolutely, they are. I don't eat enough. I, I should eat more, to be honest. I love pasta, but I always cook too much. Do you guys do this? Do you put? Do you cook pasta? You put loads in the pan. You think, yeah, that's that's okay. That's a normal meal. That's not too much. And then when you've cooked it and you put it on your plate, it's it's for a whole week. It's pasta for a whole week. It's just crazy. Uh, I always do this and I love pasta, but I always cook too much. Uh, this is it. Um, the tutor goes through to somebody else, but using my link actually benefits me, Florentino. Um, we could talk uh, separately and you know, outside of this, if you are interested in tutoring uh, with me, we can talk to uh, some people at Chatterbug, but there are a lot of Chatterbug professionals that offer these tutor sessions and that's their speciality, whereas I'm a streamer speciality. Um, but if you are interested, I can uh, get you in touch. Can we use punctuation in this example instead of conjunction? In this particular example or the one before? It's important you should say that because we are going to talk about the role that the comma plays, okay? This causes a lot of people problems, uh, the punctuation mark with conjunctions, okay? There are rules. So use a comma before the conjunction when connecting independent clauses together. So we have here, I love pasta. That can be on its own as a phrase. And I always cook too much can also be a phrase on its own, okay? So we use a comma before the conjunction when we connect these two together. So it's I love pasta, conjunction is but, I love pasta, but I always cook too much. I love pasta, but I always cook too much. Can we say I always cook it too much? Um, you would have to be referring to something. If you said, uh, I always cook it too much, Okay, you said that in your next comment. Yes. Without using the conjunction, Carlos, I love pasta. I always cook it too much. You could say that. You could say that. But doesn't it sound nicer using a conjunction here? Uh, the one before Hakim was uh, pepper, wasn't it? You can use a comma before and. Yes, this is a common um, thing that people don't think is possible, but you can use a comma before an and. Yes. But you don't need to. When it's a short sentence like that, when it's a short phrase, the comma isn't necessary. And that one was a, a very short sentence. I love pasta, but I always cook too much. Here, we need the comma because it's linking two independent clauses together. And the comma comes before the conjunction. Okay? Or when creating a list, of course, we use a comma before. Do not use a comma if you're connecting things that aren't independent clauses. Okay, 
So we could have um, the store was closed, but if I remember right, I saw Matt inside. We'll get to this. We'll get to this example in a second. I think I have this on a slide. Um, but let's go through with our cooking conjunction examples and I'll explain as we go along. If you have any questions like uh, Carlos and Hakim, put them in the chat. Happy to answer any questions. That's what I'm here for while we are in the live stream. Before I start cooking, I must have a clean kitchen. Where is the conjunction in this phrase? Before I start cooking, I must have a clean kitchen. And we could use a comma here after cooking, but it's not, it's not necessary. It's, it's a short sentence. Uh, a comma is also used as you as a writer would like to break up a sentence. So it changes completely how you want it to be, you know, read or sound, okay? Absolutely right, before is the conjunction in this sentence, before. Before I start cooking, I must have a clean kitchen. So we can use conjunctions at the start of sentences as well, but it's not that common. It's usually connecting words, sentences together, independent clauses, independent sentences, bringing them together to make a more uh, complex, a more interesting sentence. Okay, but before is obviously a, a different type of um, conjunction. Don't, don't feel stupid, it's absolutely fine. Do not worry, we're here to learn. We're here to learn. I make mistakes in English as well and I'm English. Um, so do not worry, do not worry. Everybody here is learning. So let's move on to, Simon thinks chocolate cake is the best dessert, but he can't eat it because he is allergic to chocolate. So read this question, or not question, read this sentence, sorry, and there will be a question following it. So make sure you read this carefully. Before cooking, I have to wash my hands. Very good, Miel. You've used the, the conjunction in that sentence. And of course, rightly so, wash your hands always before cooking. That is hygienic. Before cooking, I have to buy the food. Yes. While I'm cooking, I get very hungry. While I'm cooking, I get very hungry. When I mean, you can start to smell the food. So here, I'm gonna ask you now, how many conjunctions can you see in this uh, sentence? Quite a long sentence. Is it one, two, three, or four? One, two, three, or four. Very well done. You guys are straight in there at two. Clara, you're absolutely right. Nail on the head, as, as you say, when you're absolutely right about something, you hit the nail on the head. But and because, but and because. You guys are very good at this. So we're gonna move on to what we already spoke about is conjunctions and commas. And here's the example that I was going over earlier. Now it makes sense to, uh, to talk about it now because this is something that even myself as a you know an english speaker someone that's done english the whole of their life i get confused sometimes with the commas where to put it in and it's okay and it's okay 
just remember, okay, that the comma comes before the conjunction when connecting independent sentences together. Like we had the example of but before. You know, I love pasta, but, it says I love pasta, we take a break in the sentence, is an interruption, but I always cook too much, okay? So, with that in mind, thinking about that, which of these sentences correctly uses a comma? The store was closed, but if I remember right, I saw Matt inside. The store was closed, but if I remember right, I saw Matt inside. Exactly the same sentence. And I mean, the question kind of gives it away because, you know, because one doesn't actually use commas. Um, <laughs> But as we said, as we said, we are connecting the sentences together. The comma is used. Yeah, very well done. You, you guys, you guys know it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. No need to dwindle, no need to dwell, no need to take more time on this. We're going to move on to our prepositions. That was conjunctions. Now we have prepositions. What are prepositions? Do you guys know what prepositions are? Do you have any examples? I can tell you that there are over 100 prepositions in the English language. I didn't believe that when I read it. Over 100. I still don't believe it. Uh, I've read through a lot of them. I don't think I quite counted more than 100, but apparently there's more than 100. Can we give a couple of examples in the chat? Anybody? Above, very well done. Above is one. Absolutely. I'll give you a couple of seconds if anybody... Uh, the last question was just about the use of commas when we use conjunctions. Where should the comma go in the sentence? Okay. In, the, in our example last time, the there was a full stop. So the conjunction was not connecting the two sentences, but it was referring to the first sentence. So we had, uh, the store was closed, but, comma, if I remember right, I saw Matt inside. And if it would read, the store was closed, but if I remember right, I saw Matt inside. Then these aren't sounding like they link together. They're sounding like independent sentences. Okay, but if we use that comma, then the but is referring to the previous sentence. Um, yeah, that's just, just for you. I hope that makes more sense now. So on, at, very well done. Yes, Ming, uh, Mings. Uh, in, for, at, of, very good. Over, in, on, of, about, brilliant. Beside, Adam, that's a good one. Uh, between, while, where, that, at, in, on, under. You guys are good. All right. I don't know how many we've, we've got there, probably about 20. While, where, that, with. With is a, um, with, is, with is a conjunction. On, above, under, between, among, near. Very good, Krishi, very, very good. So now we've got preposition examples, and you guys know um, what prepositions are, obviously, and they are used to show a relationship in space or time or a logical relationship between two or more people, places, or things. 
They are normally followed by a noun or a pronoun. Okay? They're usually followed by a noun or a pronoun. And in English, not like German, in English, it's usually, you have to, they have, they're linked to a word. Okay? So they're linked to a word. If you can remember how that word is linked, what preposition. Um, so like, I come from Cambridge. I come from Cambridge. That will always be from Cambridge. I can't say I come on Cambridge. Yeah? Whereas in other languages, prepositions, I mean in German, they can be used in different ways. They can be used in different ways and they change also the adjectives the ending of the adjectives and all of this. In English, it's more practice, 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 and then you'll know, you'll memorize that this goes with this always, okay? Uh, there are a few rules though, there are a few rules. And we have here on, on the screen the preposition examples for you. Below, in, out, on, at, into, through, round, within, inside, to, by. I don't know if with is a preposition. I don't know if it is. Because it's not it's not referring to um, a direction. It's not referring to a point in time. Within is. Within is a preposition. But with, with is more of a conjunction. It links. With that in mind, with that in mind, I don't think it is a prepos preposition. That would be the conjunction of that sentence. I'll have to go and double check that, but I, I think it is not referring to a direction. It's not referring to a point of time. It's not referring to an extended time. Or maybe it is. Maybe you could use it for an extent. It could be both. With could be both. Because you could say, yeah, within, with, until. That That's a good example. I'll, I'll go away and check that because that might be both a conjunction and a preposition. Anyway, moving on. Um, you might be right, Patricia. I'll have to double check that. It does, Hakeem. It does. <laughs> there are lots of exceptions. Okay, so a few rules. To refer to a direction, use the prepositions to, in, into, on, and onto. Okay, to, in, into, on, and onto. To refer to one point in time, we use the prepositions in, at, on. Okay, on Wednesday, for example, referring to a point of time, the time being on Wednesday, at nine o'clock, to refer to an extended time, and this is where we might be able to use with, I need to think of an example of a sentence, but to, to refer to extended time, we have since. Since last Tuesday, I've run five miles. We have four. For a while now, I've known that I'm not very good at running. We have by. By this time, I should probably give up. We have during. During that time, I realized I'm unfit. We have from and to, I ran from A to B. We have from and until, the party 
went from five until you know midnight. We have with and within in autumn. Yes, yes, yes. To refer to a place, use the prepositions in. Okay? The point itself. Okay? To refer to a place. We will be in the supermarket. In, on and at. Okay, Akeem. Okay, we'll get to it. At the general area. Where are you at? It's a bit slang, but... Oh, I'm, I'm at the shopping centre. I'm not telling you exactly where I am, but the general area. I'm at the shopping centre. I'm at the park. On. On. Is the surface. Oh, I'll be playing on the field. I'll be playing on the grass. Or I'll be playing in the sports hall. In the sports hall. Okay? And inside. We're playing on the artificial grass, inside the stadium. Now we're going to refer to a location. And these are prepositions in, at, uh, we already said, and on. Spatial locations, lastly. Now this, these make up a lot of the prepositions. These are spatial locations. So in, in reference, and I'll do it in a minute, let's say with my cup that has a beautiful picture of Chester on it. Um, we can say, my cup is above my hand. My cup is above my hand, yeah? We have across, against, ahead of, along, among, around, behind, below, beneath. These are spatial uh, locations in you know, talking about another object, okay, or yourself. Between, from, in front of, inside, near, off, out of, through, toward, under, and within. Within. So, let's use these examples with my cup. My beautiful Chester cup. You can use over, yeah. Over as a preposition. So, here, in, re in reference to my head, my cup is over my head. My hand is below my cup. And at the same time, my cup is above my hand. You can use this with any object right now you have in front of you. And whenever you have one in reference to the other, so if you're talking about the object being your hand, if that's below your cup, then your cup is at the same time the opposite. It's above your hand. Okay? My hand is in front of the cup, and the cup is behind my hand. You love the, you love the picture of Chester on the cup. Yeah. So, this bit of paper, right, the cup is on the paper. The paper is in the cup. Yeah? I think you guys get the picture. But you can do this with yourself and just pick any two objects and just think about all the different prepositions you can think of and describing it. 
yeah? And try and do it with both the objects. So, you know, swap from, you know, the cup is above my head, my head is below the cup, and so on. Good, um, now we're gonna get on to a quiz, but I wanna give you this hint before we start, okay? So a preposition will be followed by a noun. Pretty much exclusively, okay? Um, and a conjunction will introduce a clause or connect two clauses, clauses meaning sentences, together. I put the paper inside my cup. Very good. The difference between above and over. Um, above is like a direct relation to something that's sort of like the same height, but you can go over the hill and it's not necessarily, the hill isn't necessarily higher than where you are, but the hill itself, can you can go over it. It's more like traveling, yeah? Whereas above is like, directly, directly on top of, yeah? In the same space. So it's above me here. The roof is above my head. If I wanna go over the roof, and the roof is also over my head. Sometimes it can be used the same, but you can also say over in terms of traveling, you know, forwards and not just upwards. You went under the bridge because the roads were closed yesterday. Tamam, that's excellent. You've used both a preposition and a conjunction in the same sentence. That's, I love to see that. So let's get on with the quiz and see how Many of you also know what you're talking about. Very well done. Didn't, yeah. So I hope that answers your question, Gio. He had a lot of friends. He was a friendly boy. He had a lot of friends. He was a friendly boy. He had a lot of friends, so he was a friendly boy because he was a friendly boy and he was a friendly boy or but. He was a friendly boy. Now these are all obviously um, conjunctions, but which one makes the most sense in this sentence? You could say he had a lot of friends and he was a friendly boy, but because we're saying he had a lot of friends, The second part of the sentence is being used as a reason for why he has lots of friends. And there we're going to use because. Because. He had a lot of friends because he was a friendly boy. And it's also possible in that sentence, but it wouldn't sound, you know, it wouldn't sound very interesting. Okay. I'm really happy of my new car, in my new car, about my new car, or with my new car? Again, there can be two correct answers here, but one of them is better than the other. What's the most likely? Oh there might be oh there might be some controversy here. Uh 
But the thing is, you can use lots of lots of prepositions interchangeably in sentences like this, and they have slightly different meanings. So whatever you guys go for in this quiz, you're most likely going to be right. There are a couple of times, obviously, you can't use the prepositions. I'm really happy of my new car, for example. That, that doesn't work. You could say, I'm really happy in my new car. As a standalone sentence, that would sound a little strange. You could say that, though. You could say, I'm really happy about my new car. But the best answer here, in my opinion, is I'm really happy with my new car. Yeah, my car is the reason I'm happy. I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with it, it being my new car. I'm really happy about it, about being my new car. It works, but with, uh, in my opinion, sounds best. But do not worry. In American English, they would use about. Yeah. And as I said, you know, there is no real wrong answer here, but there are ones that sound a little bit, um, how, how do we say? A little bit, little bit better, a little bit more interesting than others, okay? And there are a couple that you really wouldn't use in, in English language. But as you say, Hakeem, absolutely. You could say, I'm really happy with my new car. I'm really happy about my new car. I'm really happy in my new car when I'm in it. But there, there it means something different. There it means I'm really happy when I'm in my new car, you know? I'm not about it in general. She apologized. Now we've got some prepositions linking these sentences. Or do we? Or do we? She apologized, the policeman, driving fast. Is it on, about, to, with, to, for, or to, at? And as we said at the start of the, uh, of the stream, there are cases in the English language where you just have to know what goes with what. Like, I come from Cambridge, um, where it can't be, I come in Cambridge. You know, I come at Cambridge. That doesn't make sense because we're talking about um, a location there, okay? And in this case, there is only one answer, I'm afraid. And you guys are doing good. You guys are doing good. The other one, you know, there was no real wrong answer. It was just what sounds more familiar. In this one, you guys are getting it right. The fox jumps over the dog. She apologised to the policeman. To the policeman. Yeah. For driving fast. She apologised to the policeman for driving fast. Well done if you did get that right. Let's move on to question number 17. Please apologize to them of me, for me, to me, by me. There is only one right answer again. Please apologize to them of me, for me, to me, or by me. Gracie, it's all good, it's all good. Your finger slipped. 
You've got a slippery keyboard. Or phone. Please apologise to them. Of me? For me, to me, or by me? The answer is for me. Please apologise to them for me. Okay? Moving on. I've noticed a big improvement in my English, for my English, at my English, or about my English. I've noticed a big improvement in, for, at, or about my English. My English. Hmm. Which one could it be? Absolutely right. And these are ones that you just need to practice, practice, practice. If you're struggling with these, then as I said, it is something in the English language you just need to... We, we do have the rules, of course, referring to directions. We use to, in, into, on, onto. We could go through all of them again. Uh, referring to a point in time, uh, in, at, on, and so on. There are certain rules, but for many of these, it's just practice, practice, practice. And when you've learned them, you won't forget them again. And lots of you uh, are already at that stage. You're getting it right. Those that aren't, it's absolutely fine. This is just about practice and this is why we went through this today. The answer is of course in my English. And this has been proven in my English. Um, I do appreciate so many of you coming into the stream today. I hope it was helpful. I hope you learned something. And thank you also for testing me, Patricia. I'm going to go away and I'm going to have a look at with and see whether that is a preposition or conjunction or both. Uh, because uh, great that you use that as an example. You've made me really think about English and we're all learning. Um, I hope you learned something from me. Today you've been training with Tom. I'll be back on Friday, hopefully with some better internet connection. Um, and then we won't have any more interruptions or problems. Guys, as ever, you've been brilliant. I'll put my link uh, in if you are interested in further English learning with Chatterbug and tutors and you want to use my discount code, uh, I would appreciate that. If not, don't worry about it. Keep on learning with me though, absolutely for free. Keep interacting in the stream. You're doing a great job. I thoroughly enjoy learning with you guys as well. You guys have been brilliant, okay? Have a great rest of your day and I will see you on Friday for quiz and a brand new weird and wonderful sport continuing our series. Until then, bye-bye guys, take care, bye.